Welcome back to another episode of the Jasmine Star Show. I am very happy you're here. If you're listening to this episode, there's a good chance you love listening to podcasts as much as I do. And as a side note, when I record these podcasts, I'm listening to myself on earphones. Are they called earphones? Earbuds? And I have to tell you that it sounds like I have a little bit of morning voice. Because I do, y'all. I was setting up my podcast station, which is basically a bar cart on the inside of my closet. Around 4.30 this morning, I went through my notes, got my ideas together. At the time of this recording, it is 5.22 in the morning. If that is not a love for a podcast, I don't know what is. Because in my mind, podcasts have been the best thing to bless my ears since Rihanna and Beyonce started creating music. And both of them are irreplaceable. Mm. Get it? Anybody? Did anybody get that? But wait, here's one more because we're all about to find love in a hopeless place. Hey, that's another one. You only got those references if you love Beyonce and Rihanna. But I have to just come out and say, we're not going to be hopeless. Okay. We are about to find some love, more love for podcasts because I listen to podcasts in the car. I listen to podcasts when I work out. I listen to podcasts when I get ready for the day. Sometimes I even listen to them when I'm just chilling at home, making baby Luna some food. If you love listening to podcasts, chances are you've heard a podcast or two with a guest contributor especially here on this show. It's a very popular format for podcasts nowadays. This is because podcast guests provide value not only for the podcast host by sharing their unique insights, but also for themselves because as a guest, it's free advertising. Podcasts are a great way to get your name out in the world, even if it's just through a listener's headphones. So if you are a lover of podcasts and have the desire to pitch yourself to be a guest on a podcast, listen up. And for those of you who just say, no, I'm too much of an introvert. I'm too shy. I don't know. I don't know where to start. People know more than me. Listen, I've heard it all before, but just come to this podcast and listen to it with an open mind. Because if you don't pitch yourself now, I believe you're going to pitch yourself in the future. So why not be ready today? This episode is broken into two parts. First, I'm going to give you the top five things you should do that will help you nail down your spot as a podcast guest. Then in part two, I'm going to be bringing on my podcast producer for the Jasmine Star Show. Her name is Christy, and she's going to be sharing her insights with you. Y'all are going to love this fiery redhead. She is brilliant. She talks just as fast as I do. And we kind of just riff off each other. I kind of look at us as like the Bert and Ernie or um, like the Thelma and Louise or like the peanut butter and jelly. Like we're just kind of all kinds of awesome and awkward together, but together our minds, mm, it's a one, two power punch for the soul. So now let's dive into part one. Five things you should do to pitch yourself for a podcast. These are the steps that I've personally taken in my own experience of pitching myself. So I wholeheartedly believe that they work. And I have to tell you, I am not comfortable with pitching. Pitching is basically asking for something. And I've never been the person to ask. I always want to be the person to give. So how about we reframe the rest of this conversation that whenever I say the word pitch, it's really what can I give somebody else in regards to knowledge, insights, experience that would benefit their audience. So let's dive in. The things that we have to make sure before we go in and pitch ourselves is number one, follow the podcast host on social media. If you love listening to a certain podcast, chances are good that you'd enjoy the content that that host puts out on their social media. 
Because people tend to put out different content on different platforms, it's a good idea to follow the host on all forms of social media so you don't miss a beat. I also think this is important because you can make references during a conversation about something you might have seen on their social media, which creates a more real and authentic conversation, which then makes their listeners know that you really respect the podcast, respect the podcast host, but also respect the listener's time. Let's dive into point number two, and that is to engage daily. Before you pitch yourself on a podcast, you need to get on that person's radar. The best way to get somebody's attention is by giving real life, honest participation. Comment on their posts, engage with their Instagram stories. So when the time comes that you do a pitch, you'll be memorable. I can't tell you how many times somebody will immediately follow and then right after I get a notification that they are sending me a direct message to pitch to be on this podcast. To me, it feels a little inauthentic. I will give more credence or even just pay more attention to somebody who's been consistently conversating with me via DMs. Is conversating a word? Y'all, I just said conversating. It's like, what I meant was having conversations. I'm not one for grammar. Okay. Speaking of grammar, we should probably get into point number three, which is to leave a podcast review. Let me just say, if you're planning on pitching on someone's podcast and you haven't left a podcast review, you're already negatively impacting the chances that you can get on that podcast. A podcast review may seem simple and unnecessary, but y'all, I'm telling you, it's priceless feedback for a podcast host. Believe me, I do a happy dance every time somebody leaves a review for my podcast. Like it makes me very excited. And when somebody pitches and say, hey, I also left a podcast review because I listened to this episode and this was my takeaway, all of a sudden it reframes and reshapes the types of conversations that we're having. A review is helpful, it's valuable, and it shows that you care about the podcast as much as you care about your own ambitions. Now let's move on to point number four. I want you to cite specific episode references. And y'all, this tip is so important. I want you to know the context of the podcast. I can't believe how many times I've been pitched by people that didn't even understand what the podcast was about. They just saw a platform. They saw how many followers I might've had or maybe reviews or how many episodes I had put out. Different people have different metrics that they look at, but they just saw it and then they tried to get on my podcast even though they weren't in alignment. And it's so evident If you send an email or a direct message to the host, try and cite specific references. Perhaps like last week when you spoke about or the episode that meant the most to me or when you had that guest on your podcast and they said this one thing. Ah, now you're going in with the heat because they know that you listen before you pitch. And this just proves that you're doing the legwork and that you've listened to multiple episodes. And that brings us to point number five, and that's to follow up with requests or ideas. So before you pitch, show up and prove that you're an avid listener. Don't be afraid to share suggestions or ideas that you might have to improve the podcast with guest requests, with ideas, or things that you wish that podcast host would talk about. Being an idea generator will show the value that you can offer. So friend, after you've gone through these five steps, then you'll be ready to pitch and the podcast host will be primed and ready for it. 
before we get into the conversation with my podcast producer, Christy, y'all, she has some do's and don'ts for you when it comes to pitching yourself for the podcast. But I have to tell you, I've been on both sides of this conversation. I've reached out to people who've podcast I want to be on, and I have been the recipient of people requesting to be on the podcast. And I have to tell you, I have received more no's or more non-responses or more no thank you, but no thank you than I ever have received a yes. I say that when I first started pitching myself as for a podcast, and I say that now, currently, as a pretty strong entrepreneur, as a podcast host myself, as somebody who's cultivating social conversations, I get told no. And I get told no, even following all five of the tips I've just given you today. So please know that together we shall remain undaunted because I don't look at it as a no. I look at it as a not right now. There's one person that I'm thinking of specifically where I reached out and I really wanted him to come on the podcast. And he kept on saying, well, reach out to me in six weeks. So then I reached out again to him in six weeks. And then he said, oh, you know, I'm really busy right now. Can you reach out again to me in six weeks? And then I reached out to him again in six weeks. And then his assistant got on the email and said, hey, Jasmine, he's really busy right now. Can you reach out in six weeks? So I let my podcast producer know. I was like, yo, Christy. He's like Heismaning me. Okay, do you guys know? Like, I don't know if anybody else. That I always do. You know the Heisman Trophy? It's a trophy that a college athlete will get in the football season, and it's like this big golden trophy. And at the top of the trophy, there is a football player with his right arm bent, almost like it's like across his chest, and his left arm fully extended, like he's pushing his opponent away, right? And so, in his right hand, he's holding the football, and he has his right leg up kind of like it's it's right at his like hip bone he's lifting up his knee and so the right side of his body is leaning over as if he's getting away from an opponent and he's holding the ball okay that's the heisman trophy i told christy i'm getting heisman right like somebody is pushing me away protecting their podcast from me and i'm like christy i'm getting heisman and just watch me continue to show up. I am going to continue to, number one, listen to his podcast. Number two, find a way to uniquely position myself to be a guest on the podcast. And then number three, give helpful insights or things that I've learned. Will I continue to be pushed away? Maybe. Does that mean I'm going to stop? Not for the remainder of the year, I'll tell you that much. If somebody says no to me like 10 times, like, then I might get the clue. But until then, y'all, your girl's going to be showing up. On that note, I'm really excited to invite you into the conversation with my podcast producer, Christy, right about now. Okay, so Christy, we're going to start by spilling the tea. We're, I mean, I know you live in the South, so we're going to spill some sweet tea. And I want to get into the goods and give the most value. And as my podcast producer, you are the person fielding all of the requests and kind of really building out the strategy of who should be coming on the show. So there is nobody better to answer this question than you. So what are the three things to not do when you're pitching yourself for a podcast? The first thing that I would say is the most important thing to not do when pitching yourself for a podcast is clear copy and paste pitches. 
Okay. And when I say clear, I mean, when it's really obvious to someone that you're copy and pasting the exact same pitch to everyone. Everybody knows you're copying and pasting. Everybody knows. Yes. And I'll tell you how I know. I know that it's a copy and paste pitch if the fonts and sizes are all messed up because people will like copy their bio from their website and then copy like hi so and so and then their signatures and like purple because sometimes that happens with Gmail. (laughs) (laughs) So I know that. I also know it's copy and paste when there's like no personalization when it's just like hi I love your podcast. I'd like to be on the show to talk about X. It's like you clearly have never listened to the show before. Yeah, if you do not add the person's name in the email, like yes. it's a hard no immediately. Exactly. Or, or if you have like, if you're really like fancy pants and you have somebody pitching for your podcast, because sometimes people will be like, I'm the assistant of this person, like in my Instagram DMs. And they're just like, hi, I'm the assistant of insert famous person name here. And she really <laughs> loves your podcast. Um, No, she doesn't because no, she, she doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> you don't even take the time to like list my name. Okay. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I went on a tangent. Go on. Go no, it's on. true. Like if there's no mention of the podcast, like if, if I get a pitch, for example, and there's no mention of Jasmine Star Show in the pitch, then I know that it's a copy and paste pitch. So yeah. that's not to say that you can't use a template. You can't, you know, I don't necessarily recommend like every single time you're going to pitch yourself for a podcast mm-hmm. to reinvent the wheel that we're here at social curator at the Jasmine star team. Like we want you to work smarter, not harder. So don't reinvent the wheel every time, but take that time to add in the personalization a little bit. Talk about their show. What do you love about it? If you can figure out who their podcast podcast producer's name is, like I love when people Ooh. say hi, Christy, Thank you so much oh, for taking, you know, reading my email. And I'm like, oh, they actually took the time to know who I am. And that really matters. So. Oh, that's good. Okay, we're talking about the three things not to do. That was number one. Like, yes. yes, you can use a template. Don't copy and paste and be sure to add personalization. What's number two? Number two is to only pitch based on a previous guest. Mm. For example, I saw you had X, you know, person on the show. I too am a business strategist. I like that you have an email voice. So it's Christy talking and then you change your voice to be like, hi, it's an email. <laughs> That's so true. But yeah, like chances are if we already had a guest on, like say you're a health coach, right? And you're pitching yourself for some type of like nutrition podcast. And you say, you know, hey, I saw you have Dr. So-and-so on. I too am a health coach and I could bring value. Like chances are if you already had a guest on that covered the same topic, like podcast hosts don't want another because your listeners don't want to hear the same topic just told by different people. I love when people approach us and say, you know, Hey, Christy, I love the Jasmine star show. I love everything that you're doing. I'm obsessed with this one episode that you did with, you know, Ramit Saiti. I actually have a different approach on pricing and I would love to come to your audience and, you know, talk about that. Basically find the gap in the topics of the podcast and make the observation that you haven't covered that topic before. And then you want to pitch something unique and sell us on why we should cover that topic. So don't just pitch based on a previous guest. That's good. Don't pitch based on a previous guest. But if you do, make sure that you find the gap. I actually like that a whole ton. Okay, what's number three? Number three is to basically just promote yourself only without giving any value. So something that drives both of us crazy is when people like, you know, are on like a bookstore train, right? And 
It's oh, fine. the it's book fun. tour, <laughs> the book tour train. I mean, the book tour train. Like, I don't want to be one of 750 stops on your book tour train. Right. I just don't. Do I sound awful? No, because no, I actually, actually, Chris, I want to, I want to protect the listener's time. That's what, that's really, if I'm going to be a jerk, it's not because I don't want to listen about the book. I'm sure the book's amazing. I just know that there's a good chance that if there's somebody on a book tour train, they're being on 750 other very similar podcasts to this one. And so the listener's like, oh, great. It's the same person speaking about the same topic to sell me the same book. Right. And because people are typically listening to the same podcasters within a certain niche, right? So there's you and there's like five other podcasters that all have similar audiences and they all have the same guest on to pitch the same thing. It's not, you're not providing value specifically for that audience. Yeah. And so that's not to say that like, if you're on a book tour, you, you know, you're trying to get on podcasts to pitch your book. We get it. Neither of us have written a book yet, but we know that like, it's a good way to promote your upcoming book. But let me give you an example of a, of a bad book tour pitch versus a good book tour pitch. Oh, this is good. You came prepared, girl. Look at you producing your own show like a boss. Okay. Talk to me. (laughs) It's like a bad pitch would be my new book X is coming out this summer and I'd love to share it with your audience. A better pitch would be I'm an expert in X. In fact, my book on the subject is coming out this summer. I think your audience would be interested in this topic because, and here's the unique way in which I can present it to them. You know, just like explaining to people like why it's important, why that subject is important. And then if you can tie in the book with it later, that's fine. But right now, I think that's really good. Yeah. Like just try to lead with value always and don't just come in to promote yourself. In fact, I actually think that this could be dual purposed. Like, so let's just say you're listening and you are an author and you are doing book tours. We totally get that. It's an efficacious way for you to promote your book and I'm here for it. However, you don't want to go on 750 podcasts and have the same shtick. You know, you should be going on different podcasts and then contextualize your pitch for each of the podcasts to ensure that even if somebody is listening to the same podcast within the same niche, that they're hearing it a slightly different way. That works so much better for the author and it looks it works so much better for the podcast host. I dig that. I dig that. Okay. So speaking of like what's been good or what can definitely use improvement, do you have any examples of podcast pitches that you've loved? Like let's get tactical. Like let's give people today a framework for how they can pitch. Yeah, absolutely. So we actually just recently got a pitch that I really, really liked and it was somebody I had never heard of. And that's when you're pitching yourself for a podcast, a lot of times like they don't know you. Now, if you follow the tips that you outlined a few minutes ago, Jasmine, and the podcast is saying like, you know, you're following them on social media, you're leaving a review, then hopefully they do know who you are. But a lot of times these bigger podcast hosts, they may not know who you are. So it's great to kind of go in an email with giving a little bit of background. So we we got one this week that said, you know, hi, Christy. So they said my name. I recently discovered Jasmine's podcast at Apple Podcasts. Wanted to thank you both for creating a space that's committed to sharing insights and actionable tips on how to build a successful business. Your dedication to supporting entrepreneurs is critical, particularly now. Okay, love that. Like, love the compliments. Compliment us, right? Like, compliment the podcast. Say why you love it. It's going to work really well. Then they go into, if you're looking for guests, I'd love to pitch one of our clients for consideration. They gave the name. They gave a brief file. It wasn't this long thing, which is what they're known for and why they're successful. 
Then they said, below are a few of her talking points that I feel would be benefit your audience and make for some great conversations for the podcast. Then she put in four fully fleshed out ideas. Now, I'm not saying what the ideas are, right? I'm just giving you guys like the context of the framework for a pitch. But she put out like fully fleshed out ideas, complete with like title ideas, like juicy topics and explaining exactly what your audience would get out of each of them. Did this require work? Yes. Heck yes. Like she really had to sit down and think, how would this guest really provide a lot of value to the Jasmine Star Show listeners? And she had to completely adjust her ideas based on what this podcast is about. But it was so, so, so good. Then she just said, here are some relevant links. It was like she linked it to Instagram, Facebook, a previous podcast that she was on and said, is she someone you would love to be interested in having on your podcast? I'd love to connect with you. So this was really, really a great pitch. I love that she didn't count on me to do all of the work. Sometimes people will just like say, you know, hey, I'd love to be on your show. Here's my bio, something you're interested in. And I'm like, well, what is, what's the topic? Mm. Like, what do you, what are you known for? You're a lot of times the podcast you're pitching yourself for the podcast producers are getting, I mean, gosh, we get like 10 emails a day. Like mm. some of the even, even bigger podcasts, they're getting hundreds a day. Like you can't expect the podcast producer to come back and say, Hey, I really loved your bio. Right. How about this topic? Or what about this? Like you have to basically do all of the work for them up front and really sell yourself. Oh my gosh. Okay. So the wannabe copywriter in me and the producer in you, like I wonder the possibility of including a zhuzhed up template within our show notes that we make our own and that we put in the show notes for people to use as a framework so they can pitch themselves. What do you think? Yes, I absolutely love that. Um, okay. This episode is going to be 176. So Y'all know you can just go to jasminestarshow.com slash podcast slash episode 176. And obviously that link will also be in the episode description. But yes, I think that's a great idea, Jasmine. We'll just like put this little template in there for people to grab and just copy, zhuzh. Don't just copy and paste. Right. Personalize. Right. Compliment. Yes. <laughs> we can make this like a social curator caption, right? So we have like the blank spades and then we say like, enter your fully yes. fleshed out idea here. Enter your short bio less than a hundred characters here or whatever the case may be. Okay. We'll figure this out. Friends. I love this. this is how uh, Christy and I brainstorm ideas for the podcast and now you are reaping the benefits of it. Okay. But now let's chat about podcast pitches you didn't love. Like I, I think right now, Christy, I should probably let the audience know that we were pitched by a ventriloquist. This is when you, this is when you know people do not pay attention to the podcast when they're trying to pitch because the ventriloquist says, "I think your audience would love my tips on." I don't even know the like what is it, the ventriloquy? Like I don't even know. Yeah. They're like, "This is how ventriloquists work," and I'm like, "Ooh, this is not going to be a good fit." But anyway, what are ones that don't work? Well, this one literally came in like an hour ago, so I had prepared for this and planned out a different like bad pitch example and then <gasps> oh, we we're getting one in one. real time this is juicy <laughs> this is juicy okay spill it yeah yeah so i like deleted my other example and was like oh no oh no this one this one's a good example so she literally just said hi there was no name no nothing which you know it's not bad if you don't know the name but maybe something a little friendlier but anyway she goes hi i work for name she gave a little brief bio and then she just goes, I love your podcast and Nate would love to come on and share his own story of entrepreneurship. 
Below, I've included links to his bio, a previous podcast interview with him and our own podcast. I look forward to hearing from you. Wow. <laughs> okay. Oh. This is, and I'll say, like, this is not the best because there was no personalization. There was no mention of the Jasmine Star Show. I love your podcast and he would love to come on. And then he goes and share his own story of entrepreneurship. Like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> And we're not like, and for those who are listening, like we're not trying to sort of shade. That's why I'm not saying any of the names of these people. It's just one of those things. Like when you really sit down and think about it, if you got that request, like does that really make you want to have that person on the podcast? Like, no, there was absolutely no personalization, no nothing. So when you're pitching yourself for a podcast, just think like re- read it over before you send it out and just say, Hey, is this something that I would like to receive as a podcast host? Is there any type of indication that I've actually listened to the show before? And if so, have I mentioned it? Have I explained why I like the show? Have I provided with, have I provided value? Have I given them topics that would actually be relevant? This one just, And so I just kind of want to peel back another layer and let everybody know that we get around 75 pitches a week for the Jasmine Star Show. And I am a smaller-ish podcast. So just think about, we have on the show every month, anywhere from four to six guests. So in order for you to pitch and then in order for you to be an invited guest, there's so much time and work and energy that our podcast team is pouring in behind the scenes. So if you're listening to the podcast, please know that our goal isn't to be popular. Our goal is to only offer value to you. So if we seem like we're a little hard-nosed about our advice, it's because we care so much about the listener. So speaking of caring for the listener, any last minute tips or tricks that you have, Chris? Yeah, I have I have one more and I hope this doesn't rub anybody the wrong way. But it's just it's just a little piece of advice from me. If you're pitching yourself for a podcast the first time, you know, say you're a business owner, you've been in business one to three years, you've actually never been on a podcast before and this is a realm where you want to dive in, it may be a better idea for you to pick smaller but relevant shows in your niche. I'm not saying like you can't pitch yourself for NPR, but it may not be the first podcast that you reach out to. They're getting hundreds of pitches a day and it's going to be hard to stand out. So it doesn't mean like, I don't want you to count yourself out before you even even started, but I would recommend pitching yourself to smaller podcasts in your niche before pitching yourself to, you know, the big guns, right? Anything is possible though. It's totally okay to reach out to someone that you admire and see if they have guest requirements. Uh, many podcast hosts, the Jasmine Star Show included, we have requirements of, you know, whether it's a certain income level, a certain number of years of experience, a certain social media influence that you're going to pitch the podcast or you're going to talk about the podcast on your social media channels, like whatever that looks like. Like I said, anything is possible, but it would be good to consider the podcasts that are a little bit smaller in your niche to kind of get your feet wet before you start pitching for those big, big podcasts. And I have to co-sign on what Christy said because it's we never give advice of things we haven't tried or done ourselves. So far before I was ever a guest on podcasts that were quote unquote like of bigger notoriety, I did, I would probably say over a hundred podcasts of podcasts that people are completely unfamiliar with. I decided 
decided to dive into the shallow end and work my way up. It's called sharpening your teeth. This is what we 100% recommend. And I'm telling you, it is the smaller podcast that leads you to the big ones. Christy, I just want to say thank you so much for really diligently like serving up amazing content that's useful for our listeners. But as a personal note, thank you for just being a rock solid producer. Thank you for pushing the envelope. Thank you for pushing me to try new things. In fact, just today in Slack, you came up with an idea of how we can expand the podcast by way of text messaging. So shout out to you. I see all of your work. I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Jasmine. I appreciate you. There you have it, friend. I hope this helps you pitch yourself a podcast that you love so you can get more eyes and ears and y'all know a little loop back to the nose. They want to smell what your business is about, right? We want to get eyes, ears, and noses on your business. Now, speaking of loopbacks, I want to remember, let's shift what we talk about the word of pitch. When it comes to pitching, we want to think, what can we give to the podcast host and to his or her listeners? For more tips like these and to ensure you never miss another episode of the Jasmine Star Show, subscribe to the podcast from wherever you're listening today. And while you subscribe, y'all, please feel free to leave a review. The reviews are the things that really have a profound effect on the guest I am able to bring on this podcast. Reviews give us insights into what you want to learn more of and reviews give us insights to what you find most valuable. Please make no mistake, this podcast is not about me. It's everything I can do to serve you. So your reviews help us know and understand what you would like to see more. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. 